0: Previously, on Real Fantasy Encounters...
1: Where are we?
2: We're at the bottom of the ski lift.
1: How oh, oh, Where did we get to the ski lift?
2: Oh, what, about 20 minutes ago? About as long as it takes to brew a cup of tea and then force your allies onto a ski lift, and then trap them at the bottom, potentially for the rest of their lives! <laughs> <sighs> this is all your fault, and I inject a syringe into your neck? Now, what
0: you're going to do is you're going to listen to me, and we're going to pray. I'm going to fix what's (laughs) wrong with you (laughs) and you're going to join in.
3: Welcome to Real Fantasy Encounters, where we are continuing our game of Heart the City Beneath. My name is Nick, and I'll be the GM. I am joined by Aaron. Uh, I'll be playing Hyponicon Screed, the
2: Incarnadine. Seamus.
0: I'll be playing Moon's Chosen Light, the elf
3: hare who believes in the moon beneath. And Charlie.
1: Hi, this time around I'll be playing Muzel, the honeycombed pup.
3: Uh, Last time, our Delvers made their very first steps into the heart. Light had a religious schism with a branch-out cult. Uh, Hyponicon won a pair of swords in a public duel. And uh, Musel destroyed an entire cable car system while under the influence of their bees. I didn't just win a pair of swords. (laughs) (laughs) When you say it like that, it sounds like I didn't get up to much. (laughs) <laughs> I'm, sorry, but we I'm had pretty a- sure I threatened to kill myself on air. <laughs> we we had a situation where we had a very strong, long opening session. And I'm like, I guess I just got to condense it to the highlights.
1: <laughs> That's your highlight.
3: I mean, really, all you yeah, do cool. is get a pair of swords, <laughs> right? Hypoticon yeah, okay, yeah. bought uh, a broken donkey. <laughs>
2: Negotiated for it.
3: Hyponicon <laughs> Hi- uh, went into a hole where there was a cursed flower and then immediately went, fuck this. <laughs> <laughs> fuck, I
1: completely forgot about that whole bit. I'm not gonna lie.
3: Hyponicon got stomped on by a weird deer. <laughs> Are you happy now <laughs> with fully capped cap that? Yeah, I think I'm happy now. <laughs> <laughs> yes, as of this point, uh, starting with Derelictus, you went uh, down the, the moonwalk. Uh, made it to the Temple of the Moon beneath and then went down through the Eurepa woods. Uh, you are now in uh, Tier 2 of the Heart and uh, where we had uh, just finished the last session was you finding an unknown haven down here. It is, yeah, very late inside the Heart. This is long after the third bell is rung for the day. You see, like, people have, uh, like, closed up. Uh, a lot of the lights are off. There aren't a lot of streetlights in this little thing. They try and, like, make it as dark as possible. At nighttime, so it's a little tough to see uh, where you are going uh, for a bit. Um, uh, it seems to be uh, an encampment of probably like thirty to fifty people live here. It's like it's like a large campsite. Uh, people either live in tents or like uh, prefab buildings. There are some uh, caravans that are like probably wouldn't move very far, no longer on working wheels, but a caravans nonetheless. Mm. And there are just uh, these constant displays all over the place of uh, bugs, like people hang pinboards up on their outside walls. Uh, you can see them through people's windows, they just like have a big a butterfly pinned in there.
1: Out of curiosity, how big are these bugs? Are they just like your, your regular earthbound bug-sized bugs, or are we talking like Skull Island bugs?
3: There's, there's a pretty broad range. <laughs> Cool. So some of them are quite regular. Some of them are, are like, uh, you'll see like a, a full like scarab beetle, like the size of a small dog. Uh, <laughs> just like skewered outside Good. someone's house.
0: The potential to fight a giant wasp again.
3: <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I've been here before. <laughs> one traditional enemy. <laughs> giant wasp 3.0. Let's go. The perks of being an Australian. <laughs> <Just> <laughs> sizing everything up.
1: <laughs> I mean, it's not unrealistic.
0: <laughs> remember this time, no nets.
3: Yeah, no, no nets. nets. <laughs> yeah. So the, the condition you're all in, like you would all be pretty exhausted at this point. Uh you're carrying a, a tree around. Yes, I am. Like <laughs> the, is the sapling God, that you've right. dug up.
0: Yeah. Um uh, I'd want to look around this haven. The first thing I'd try and do is look around and try and find a place to
3: plant this thing in the haven somewhere
0: that seems important
3: hmm. uh, yeah you can see that uh, over to one side of the town there is this big stagnant pool of water <laughs> how important <laughs> <laughs> and it's got like a, a lot of um like there is set out here it seems to be like this is like their equivalent of a town hall it's just like based along the the side of this thing it's like uh maybe pool was undercutting it like Probably uh, like a small lake size. Okay.
1: Yeah, I feel like the one source of probably safe water is probably the most imp- important thing you're going to get in this little prefab town.
3: Yeah, and it's like it's like covered in like water skimmers, and, uh, uh, like little eggs that have been laid in there. But they do have uh, uh, small little mechanisms down there for filtering the water as it comes out. This sapling looks like it's pretty It's pretty hearty to live in the, in the heart, right? Yeah. All right. All right,
0: I'm going to need you guys to hold my stuff for a couple of minutes. I offer to take it. Yeah. I, uh, I take off
2: my hat. I just
0: start taking off my clothes oh. and my boots.
2: <laughs> um, I get down to like I, I, I beeline for the <laughs> stuff that hasn't touched your body. I, I, um,
0: <laughs> I, I get down to like the the, the base <clears throat> the base linens. Um, all right, and I pick up the plant. All right, I'm gonna need to. Uh, oh, good luck! And I jump into the uh, into ah. into the water reservoir. Ah. <laughs> I'm aiming for the center. I want to put this thing. Bury
3: it under the water
0: in the in in the center. Plant
1: a Ooh. tree underwater.
3: Interesting. Ooh. Okay. Uh, yeah, uh, You managed to wade out a bit. The, this thing is like not uh, deep at all. Like you could, uh, there are. There's no point in here. You couldn't walk. You're quite a tall person. Yeah. Okay. Uh, and so yeah, you you can like uh, pretty much wade along at like uh, chest height, and uh, like come to the center of it. Like all these little bugs are like skittering around you. You can kind of feel them like on your chest as they uh, uh, bump into you. Mm.
1: Don't like that. That's how you get them parasites.
2: Mm. Stop giving me all these looks. I got to <laughs> yeah. plant a tree in an important
3: spot. Hookworm is the thing we need to worry about down here.
1: Moth flies. <laughs>
3: God. And uh, there seems like a yeah a pretty good spot as you get out towards the middle where like the the ground underneath you gets less muddy and it's like more uh, like solid soil there. Yeah. Okay.
0: I'm gonna start digging down with my hands and pushing it open. Mm-hmm. Um to plant this sapling. <laughs> Extremely feasible
3: task. Yeah, you watch it like he just bobs his head down yeah. <laughs> and comes back up and bobs back down. Um,
1: I know you said that like the majority of the town was like closed for the, the night. Is there just anyone around seeing this? Or is that it's just us pretty much viewing this? Yeah, no one's scene. out here watching you. <laughs> okay, cool. Just, just
3: walked into this random town. Uh there, there is one building with its lights still on.
1: Haponicon, are you Alright, to sort of keep an eye on all, and he wiggles his paws towards the water and moon. This, I'm gonna go see if we can uh, find ourselves some abodes for the night.
2: This is fine. Yes, I will uh, await our companion's return from uh, the swamp. (laughs) I think I'm almost getting it.
1: And yeah, I think I'm going to just go and head towards this. Is it what, like one of the few prefab buildings?
3: Um, yeah, the, this one seems a bit more established than the others. Actually, uh, it's it's a a wooden building. A lot of it's been sealed up with wax along the outside.
1: Cool. And cool. Uh,
3: yeah, it does have a sign out the front uh, reading that this is the honey hive. <laughs>
0: Perfect.
1: Uh, this is either about to go very well or very poorly. <laughs> Buzel assumes that it's a tavern of some kind, so he just kind of like push tries to open the door, see if it's unlocked.
3: Yeah, uh, you can go in.
1: Yeah, yeah, no, he, he makes his way in, bees and all.
3: Yeah, uh, this is the, uh, the hostel in town. Uh, it's got like a, a bar on the bottom floor. Uh, yeah, uh, boarding's like going upwards. Uh, it's like quite a narrow bar. Bars on one side There's stools at the bar And then there are like uh, Tables that you would fit Like two people around (laughs) So You wouldn't uh, Like if you came in With a group of like Three or more people You would all have to sit at the bar Yeah Yeah Like this is This is not a place that Entertains huge crowds of people And uh, yeah There are two people Currently uh, Still up here Uh, One of them is the bartender And the other one is Drinking at the bar They are both Deep apiarists Oh no Of course they are (laughs) How convenient how convenient, yeah.
1: Are they, because um, deep apiarists typically are an amalgamation of almost every, w- like, specie. Mm. Um, are they both um, humans, alphias?
3: Um, uh, it's a drow woman behind the bar. Um, uh, you can see that, uh, uh, like, she uh, actually has, like, a lot of her body uh, still intact. Uh, the, like, the most obvious tell is, uh, like, along her collarbone, she's got all of these holes there that bees are crawling in and out of. Yeah, otherwise, uh, like she's dressed kind of like Delva's gear, similar to you, and uh, yeah. is, yeah, basically just topping up the drink for this uh, one person who's still there, who is a uh, human, uh, significantly more waxed than person at this point. Okay, uh, like cool. you can see, the like their face has been pretty much entirely reconstructed, and reconstructed by bees that didn't really care about making an accurate face. Oh, that poor <laughs> it's, it's like if you like made a, a Play-Doh face. And stuck it onto a person. Oh, that's rough. It's it's quite grim to look at.
1: Yeah, I think Muzel just kind of takes like a deep breath and takes, I guess, one of the few seats at the bar, which would probably be right next to this, this hive man. Evening, y'all.
3: Yeah, uh, the other bartender says, oh, good evening. <laughs> Must be here doing the voyage, right? Heading down to the Wardstone.
1: Um, we're not even going to pretend to know what y'all are talking about what a what, what are y'all on about
3: it's all good I know the bees must have led you here
1: yeah that is definitely one way of putting it we kind of just came where we were told to go um
3: are you traveling alone
1: uh no we're with a um uh, two other party members they're um and he looks they look back out the window mm. sightseeing. <laughs> <laughs> Just give me a few more minutes. I'm sure I can get deep enough.
3: Yeah. <laughs> if you've got trustworthy friends, you might actually have a crack at it. I'd love to do it myself. And um like uh, she uh, pours you a glass of honey mead. Mm. She slides that over. Uh, I think yeah, she's got like a, a small grill going on where she has uh, a roasted scorpion.
1: <laughs> oh hell yeah. Nice. And
3: she'll pass you a stick of that and say on the house. Is it a honeyed scorpion?
1: Hmm? Probably. Yeah,
3: honeyed <laughs> scorpion
1: uh, that, uh thank you very kindly. <laughs> Queen's
3: Queen's treat. It was, and uh, yeah, the, the the human there goes. Ugh.
1: You don't talk much there, do you, bud? Not if I
3: can help it.
1: Uh and of just looks him up and down, like, yeah, not gonna lie, we thought we had it bad. You're pretty far along, ain't you, bud?
3: <laughs> uh, yeah. The the bartender steps in to speak and says. Uh, there's, there's not left of what Queen used to be.
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. That,
3: that means uh, she's in a unique position of being a more bee than person. <laughs> I'm. She, in fact, is the queen of her hive.
1: Your hive. Wait, are there multiple halves? Like, like we said, we're pretty new to this whole and they gesture to their bodies scenario, and our hive isn't really. All that communicative
3: oh no we are all hives we all have a queen inside of us
1: oh that does make a look of sense
3: you'll have one inside you and you know depending on how well you mesh with it depends whether your identity is more queen more hive or more of your old self
1: yeah it goes it goes a bit back and forth on that one you said something about a voyage is that something we all are doing just like innately? I mean, I'm just kind of going where we're told to go, but you know what is this place? by the way, it's not on any maps that have that we've ever read before.
3: No, it won't have been and uh I'm going to pass back over to the uh, the other team here <laughs> dig dig, dig Ugh. dig, dig,
2: dig uh. I've been holding like, I've been holding on to your stuff out here um by this by this swamp side as particularly like like holding this mask in my hands um the, this is like holding the face of an enemy <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: mm-hmm.
2: masks the, oh yeah 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 and so like um the, like looking at you out there in the swamp and then also just comprehending what the hell actually just happened um, <laughs> where the bees possessed your body, Muzel. Um, uh, I think Ibonicon, like, turns to Fagus, and then he goes, I could really use someone to talk to.
3: Uh, I talk to me, <laughs> I smell valuables in this town. Very weird ones, too.
2: I like that. Where here is, uh, the most valuable object in this town?
3: He, he sniffs around and says, There a I no merchant this time.
2: I can't imagine.
3: This one belongs to a private collector. Do you have any kind of inkling as to what it could be? Yeah, he gives this big exaggerated sniffle and you can see him like a rustling. Like he goes back down into your shirt and like rustles around. <laughs> <laughs> very
2: distinctive smell, that one. It's a moth. A moth. A very special moth. You think it's pinned up around here?
3: I know it's pinned up around here
2: i would love to get an inkling as to what the cultural customs of this particular uh, haven are. Why do they have all these insects pinned up?
3: <laughs> he, he, he like snuffles around a bit and goes... Maybe they eat them. <laughs> you you think they them. eat them? a bit of a taste. Well, we
2: are only living once, so <laughs> I will try something out. But keep your food out here in the open. So that anyone could just take it?
3: Right, maybe, maybe. it's, maybe maybe it's decorations. Maybe it's a ritual. Maybe they're summoning a giant bug
2: <laughs> That is... You know what? Considering the day that I have
3: had, I'm going to go with that theory. Yeah, <laughs> uh, you, yeah you get back in from adding the lake, uh, Light. I think I finally got it.
2: <laughs> yeah, tree is planted. Light, can we have a discussion, I say, as I hand your clothes back to you? I just hold them. I'm gonna need to dry off before I put these on. That's fine. I don't mind you standing here like that. Just don't cough on me. Uh, I want to talk about the musel for a second. And you mean the like the batshit crazy stuff that went on? Uh, yes. I mean, what's there to talk about? Putting our philosophical discussions aside for a second, uh, we have the strongest chance of getting through these delves together as a team.
0: Yeah, and I'd really appreciate it if you backed up my place. I do
2: trust you. Didn't, sure didn't seem like that. Well, you know, I also wanted to trust Muzelle. Decided to let the uh, the bee-crazy
0: Muzelle <laughs> <get, laughs> force us into a
2: thing. Into Look, a ski lift, yes. It's been a time. It has. I want to prevent future occurrences like this. I That's... would very much also appreciate that. So I'm thinking we have some sort of code. Secret code.
0: Why does it have to be secret?
2: Because we can't let Musel know about it. I do not know too much about Deep Epiurists, but I do know that uh, they refer to themselves as we, which means they may be in constant communication with whatever is uh, occurring inside themselves.
0: Right. So what kind of code word? Do we either
2: honey trap? (laughs) Uh look, we'll discuss it. I I just wanted to make sure that you were fine with this.
0: I'm I'm not really sure of the full implica- implications of what you're insinuating,
2: like what when it was to be used or any of that, but Maybe something uh a little more physical. Um I mean, help me, help me, the bees are attacking seems pretty straightforward to me. Something a little more covert, maybe? I was thinking this. I hand back your mask to you. Okay. Oh, out of the game. Are you in the habit of wearing this thing around? No.
0: I only, we- I only wear it out of- when I'm um, ceremonial reasons or talking to another elf here.
2: Go ahead and put that thing on. <laughs> when there is a problem.
0: All right. I guess I can do that.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> what about the other way around,
2: though? Uh, for me... What do you have in your possession? Empty your pockets. I mean, I do have one idea. Your um, your jewelry
0: here. I touched the yeah, I touched the rosary. Um, I unclip one of the moons that are hanging onto mine. If you put this on, it might be subtle enough. Okay,
2: I'll put it on for the time being.
0: If you come up with another a better better solution, I mean, this is just what I have on me.
2: I think it's a good idea, Zenny covert, and uh, you know, inoffensive. Yeah. That I way we run on the same page.
0: Sure. Yeah, absolutely. We can take these bees down together.
2: I, I <laughs> don't ta- want to take them down.
0: By down, I mean corral. If we need to.
2: Corral is a good word for it. Smoke them out. Uh, I will be looking for this as well as the moth inside this place. What's the importance of this moth? It is very precious to somebody and if it's precious to somebody it's precious to the guarding Carn, and therefore to me. I mean we all need hobbies. Do you have any idea why they think they pin these things outside of their tents? I
0: mean if it were me it would be as a warning to other bugs to stay away
2: <laughs> This is a good theory as well.
0: Place the head of your enemies on a spike in front of your place to you know, show them not to come here
2: Muzel hasn't been out of that place in quite some time. I think they may have found uh, a place to stay.
0: I guess we head on in then. Uh, Just give me a moment. I really don't want to do this wet, but I got no other choice. And I start putting my clothes back on. (laughs) Make
2: sure you've gotten rid of the leeches.
0: Oh, yeah. I peel one off and I just sort of (laughs) throw it at you. (laughs) 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 Thanks for the heads up. I
3: like jump up out of the way. Yeah, Muzel, while they're outside throwing leeches at each other.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, Muzel, I think at this point has like probably bought a couple more of those honeyed scorpions and is just hmm. eating at them with a vigour that is, you know, really kinda creepy. Just like bits of legs and tails coming up between like teeth and gap and more. And as they're chewing, they just look sort of like hmm. Um So we are a bit curious, what's the deal with all them bugs outside? I mean we appreciate the aesthetic and all, but it seems to go beyond just aesthetics. Uh,
3: yeah. Uh, this bartender, um, yeah, her name is uh, Etmet. <laughs> yeah, uh, she's a, a Delver like the, the two of you. Uh, yeah, she or they is fine. Um, yeah, Queen here uses all pronouns, any apply. Queen is the owner of this establishment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and Etmet has been working here as a Delver trying to, uh, uh, they're trying to make some money so that they can uh, go on this big voyage. But no, she'll explain, oh, it's a town of collectors. People down here, very strong bug enthusiasts. And the heart, it does what it does. It provides bugs for them. <laughs> it's part of the trap it lays for them.
1: Yeah, we can't say we've seen anything along those lines before. Um, is it m- mostly just collectors around here? Or is there like an active bug threat that we need to be aware of at the night? Because we did notice coming in that there is no lights or nothing else going on in the eve.
3: No. Well, if we had the lower the lights on, all the moths would come in.
1: So it's a particular moth problem, then.
3: It's a strong moth problem. You do not want them inside the town at night. Well, we we can have our lights on because we have one of these. And uh, yeah, she reaches under the bar and she pulls up. Uh, it basically looks like a like a Himalayan salt lamp, which yeah, you know, mm, tasty. A, another show favorite. <laughs>
1: Delicious.
3: But, uh. but, But like it's entirely made out of wax and it has these uh, like uh, sigils on it and uh, uh, like bees are like circling around in like very specific patterns. You've seen your bees do this, Mm. specifically when you seem to get very lucky.
1: (laughs) Ah, okay. Yeah, I see. I see. Mm. So it's like a combination of like the thrice warded and perfect machine abilities. Mm. Okay, cool. That's dope.
3: This keeps the worst influences of the uh, the heart at bay. Uh, Wardstone Nasanov, deeper down in the heart, it's basically just a massive one of these.
1: Wardstone <laughs> Nasanov?
3: Yes, N A S O N O V. Your bees want to replenish it. That's what they want.
1: And Buzel just kind of looks down at their chest and just sort of like mumbles into their pecs, like, why didn't you just say that? That would have made things a lot easier if I had known. God dang it.
3: If you don't mind me asking, how did you become the way you are without help from another apiarist?
1: Uh, Well, back when Musel was just Muzel and he was hunting with the pack, they were, you know, doing what gnolls do, just sort of like going around harvesting tech here and there and one day Musel got separated and, you know, torn from limb from limb as you do within the heart and last thing we remember is we blacked out and then we unblacked out and then then Musell was we
3: wow it's not completely implausible i have a similar story but uh you know queen personally helped me through it <laughs> made sure everything ended up in the right places yeah wow, yours must be a little bit of a hodgepodge in there i imagine
1: <laughs> there's definitely a lot of stuff rattling around where it shouldn't be mm. i have we have to admit we are in the dark about a lot of stuff Up. I- Though my friends and I, we tend to be pretty, well, I was going to say decent, but probably okay is more apt term. Okay, adventurers, if we was to help you with your moth problem, do you think y'all could give us a bit of sort of insight into our voyage and basically how to get deeper down?
3: She says you'd have to ask Queen. <laughs> Queen leads forwards and goes, Ugh.
1: Do the bees react to Queen?
3: Oh, they do strongly. Strongly. <laughs> Queen has a like a hugely powerful presence. Yeah. Like this is this is a strong, deep apiarist, like a very old one as well. Yeah. Like uh, yeah, as you're getting like a closer look at his body, like uh, parts of it have basically crumbled away just from uh, like wearing away over mm. time. Like some of this would have been like you know, original damage from the body, and some of this has just been like they've collapsed. And the rest of it has just had to be built in to be more and more hive.
1: Yeah, yeah, okay. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Um, we might go and grab our, well, our teammates and see if they'd be amendable. And even if they're not, we'd be more than willing to give you a hand, just Museo.
3: Yeah, Queen says, you can stay free as long as that's what you're handling here. Drinks and food are on the house too.
1: Well, it may be presumptuous of us, but I think I will take this offer for us. And I think you guys would probably walk in just as I'm, like, yeah, yeah. reaching out to shake their honeycombed yeah. whatever they have for a hand.
3: You will be a powerful asset against the devil heart.
1: <laughs> and the door opens, <laughs> like, oh, out of y'all. He <laughs> sure this building?
2: It is the only building with the lights on. So, yes... It's also the one I saw them walk into. <laughs> I mean, I don't know about you, but my death perception's pretty off nowadays.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> um, uh, look inside. I okay. go, hello, Muzelle. I see you've made uh, oh, a <laughs> a couple of friends. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I guess that's a way you could put it. But uh, good news is good news. We've got free room, board, and food.
2: I lean over to you and whisper, "Remember the signals now." <laughs> They could come in handy here.
3: Yes. Yeah.
2: Like I reach to my mouth yeah.
0: <laughs> and then
3: stop. Yeah. <laughs> Both of them are watching you closely, Light. <laughs> They've got a bit of a squint to their eyes.
0: Well, I'm glad that we have a place to stay.
1: Uh, yeah. Queen and Atmet have so kindly granted us sort of abode and food and, well, free shelter so long as we c- take care of a little moth problem. They seem to be have. Have an arm around here. Well, I
2: happen to be somewhat of a subject matter expert in moths. I too am hoping to sort out a little moth problem that I have. I've heard that this, uh, there is a collector in this town.
3: Yep, Admet says there is nothing but collectors in this town. Uh, (laughs) But I (laughs) I assume if you're talking about the collector, you're talking about camo. Camo. Wings camouflaged as leaves. That's their full name? Yes. We call him Camo. Well, then, yes. I probably
2: am looking for the collector in this town full of collectors. Because there is a moth I should like to have a look at.
3: You're in luck. He loves showing off his collection.
2: That's good to know. I hope he treats me with the same kind of hospitality that you have treated uh, Musel with. I look at the corpse of that uh, scorpion on your plate.
1: Multiple scorpions <laughs> yeah. at this point. <laughs>
2: <laughs> Can I try uh, one of the uh, stinging insects, please?
3: <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, they'll pass them out to all of you. I pass one along to you, Light. Yeah, I'll take it. But, yeah, uh, Queen seems happy to cover all of your costs. And uh, she also says... I see your eyes have gone a little funny. Oh,
2: <laughs> a recent addition. I was only just learning how to live with it, to be honest. Could you uh,
3: help me out? Let me sober up in the morning and I'll take a crack at it. All right. It's yeah. been a long day. Yeah. Yeah, Um. Yeah. this is a haunt that uh, can cure D6 of Echo. Nice. Um, what was the haven that we're in called as well? Ah, yes. This is Silverfish Park.
1: That's so cool. <laughs> is it fish with an F or a PH?
3: <laughs> it's an F. <laughs> <laughs> and the, um, the tavern, what was it called again? Uh, this is the honey hive. Honey hive. Yeah, as a refresher, uh, you can either spend a D6 resource to clear a minor fallout or if you want to clear some of your echo stress, you can uh, roll that d- d6 for the resource, and you take away however many you roll.
1: Mm. I will roll that d6. Mm. Let's go.
3: Okay, so I can just spend the
0: d6 to get rid of the thing. Okay, great.
3: Yeah. And yep. what what resource are you trading in?
1: Actually, it's a very good fucking point.
0: Do we need the medical supplies?
3: You ask that as
2: if as if I'm meant to say anything other than yes. <laughs>
1: With our track record, I would say probably keep them for when we're not in a fucking haven.
0: All right, then I guess I'll live with these eyes for now.
2: Well, this is what I'm doing as well. Do you know how weird it was to see your pale body going through the swamp in perfect hexagonal vision? Do you know how weird
0: it was to see the bottom of the swamp and the top of the swamp for a moment of a time? <laughs>
2: I think one of these things clearly outweighs the other in terms of weirdness. <laughs>
1: uh, having been seen the way we've been seeing for at least a couple months now, I'm gonna just say this right now, Hyponicon, You don't get used to it. <laughs> yeah,
3: and, try. Yeah, and with this, uh, yeah, all of you, uh, yeah, you uh, spend the night here, and uh, as you get up in the morning, like uh, things, uh, you know, spring to life uh, in more than just you know people ways. Like When you wake up, like, what wakes you up is how loud the cicadas are around here. Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> God <laughs> damn it. Like, you can pretty much, like, open the window you've got here. Every window has fly screen on it. Y- yes.
1: <laughs> so it's just like an yeah. Australian household. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> how much prep time you put into this game, man? <laughs>
3: <laughs> and, yeah, the air is just with bugs outside
0: (laughs) just like an Australian summer
1: you're describing this like second tier hot fucking domain and I'm like fuck that just sounds like home
3: (laughs) (laughs) yeah uh, like there are people out on the streets you can see like uh, everyone's like uh, going outside people have got like bug nets people are getting ready in the morning to like go and like there are just so many bugs but like so many like common bugs and, like, the big mm. thing people want here is rare ones. Mm. And so, more than it being, like, a, a hunt for, like, a hidden creature, it's more like sifting through all of the other bugs until you can find the bug <laughs> oh. you're looking for. Panning for bugs. Panning for bugs.
1: <laughs> Literally <Yeah>. thinking <laughs> the same thing, yeah.
3: So, what are we doing?
0: How are we uh, going to get these supplies to fix my eyes?
2: Well, I want to have the discussion with this uh, airfare, uh Camo. And... Uh, I know how I'm going to get supplies that will largely benefit me. But I'm thinking that there may be more than one collector around that would appreciate having something from Kamo's collection, if you catch my drift.
1: And I mean, we were all... we were requested to still go do a bit of moth hunting ourselves. And we would think that any kind of bugs or moth this big would probably have some kind of use. So, either way... I, We think probably go seeing this camo fella or persons is probably the best way to start off with because we don't feel too, you know, great about fighting anything of this quantity or size and they just sort of look around at the cacophony of whirring (laughs) limbs and digits and wings. Like, yeah, we would like to suss out exactly what we are sort of be going up against.
2: By the way, Queen said they'd fix us up once they'd sobered. Yeah. So if their hospitality extends to that service, they may not necessarily need the supplies. Right? Yeah. Right?
0: I got a feeling the Queen's going to want need the supplies to be able to fix her eyes.
2: Hmm. Okay.
1: That may be the case, but these are tricky. They could just be able to kind of fix your wholesale We are doing a favor for them off the bat but yeah they are giving us food and board and I mean it's no harm to ask beforehand
0: also I mean I don't know if you've looked lately but I mean our eyes might be like but we're not beings ourselves and maybe the hospitality just extends to like kin fellow
2: we are for the purposes of getting rid of these eyes I will be anything okay <laughs> I will kin to these uh, these bee folk
3: yeah, um, yeah, down at the uh, like the bar for breakfast. Uh, Ed Matt's not there, but uh, yeah, the Queen's taken over the bar. You go breakfast, and um, yeah, uh, she says to Muzelle specifically, "I'd like you to join me later. <laughs> I want to show you how to use the Wardstones.
1: That would actually be pretty darn handy. Um, did you have a particular time in mind, or just sort of whenever? We are
3: free whenever.
1: Um." We'll probably go around and talk to that camo fella, see if we can suss out a bit more about that moth situation, and um, we'll touch base with you then.
3: I look forward to working on your eyes, gentlemen.
2: When did you plan to be doing that exactly?
3: When you bring me the appropriate tithe. Uh,
0: okay. It right.
1: Was, it was worth a shot.
0: I just, I just look... <laughs> at Hyponicon and just with that with with a look knowing i told you so.
2: Yes, you told me. All right. Here i go practicing my powers powers of death again. Mm-hmm. Uh let's go find Camo. Mm.
1: Yeah.
3: Uh yeah, you walk out into this town uh the there is like uh camo's place is this uh huge like almost a big top tent uh like you were told like he's he's a bit of a show off he likes to display all of his stuff and like uh, uh the, like there are plenty of other uh, like bug collectors that actually do go around to this place and they like take all their books and their notes and like as you walk into this tent, there are just like uh, pretty much every wall of it is just like displaying a board of some kind or another, and you know, people are taking notes, people are like making sketches of stuff. Like uh, it's sort of a place that people go when you're like, oh, I want one of these. I need to work out what it looks like. I'm going to go draw camos one of it.
2: Mm-hmm. Okay,
3: yeah, it's 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 like it is it is the encyclopedia for the town as well as being a private collection. Yeah.
1: Yes, sir? <laughs> <laughs> he, is, he
3: is reverse Blathers. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Um, uh, you can spot him uh, pretty can easily. We? He is. Sorry.
2: <laughs> this was because of
3: our eyes, right? No. No.
2: This is called camo. Um... <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know we haven't even gotten a description for this dude yet. I'm just kind of fuck out of my house. (laughs) Kind of imagining them dressed like the most ostentatious like uh, like bug Pokemon like gym. (laughs) Like if there was a bug gym, like this is this is how this dude would dress. Just fucking wild. There
0: is a bug gym. In the latest game.
1: Oh is wait. Isn't there a bug gym? I don't think there's a bug gym, my dude. Sure there (laughs) are I because who the fuck would have a bug no. gym? That's so stupid.
3: Castellia has a bug gym.
1: Castel, there's a bug gym. What, what? idiot built a bug gym? All
3: right, we're gonna have to cut all this. But <laughs> no, <we're... laughs> we are not. This is
1: important. <laughs> Hang on. There's no way. Oh, this, this is, is from go. black and white. Oh, no. okay. Okay, shit. Yeah. I didn't oh yeah, play black I and white.
3: remember this bastard. He's got like the. Uh, he's got like a giant poisonous millipede that has roll out. It is a bitch.
1: <laughs> oh gross. Yeah, no, I didn't. I didn't play that one. That makes sense, yeah. Fucking idiot with a bug gym. Uh, uh, uh,
0: yeah, I'm going to have a bug type Pokemon gym.
3: <laughs> I knew that's exactly what was going through your brain. So you can spot Camo pretty easily. He is the wearing a mask. <laughs> uh, it's, it's like quite different to the, the style of Light's mask. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, elfie must very completely wildly uh, this guy's uh, pretty much it's like a helmet that makes him look like a, a glittering purple ant fuck that's it's like, cool just like a huge ant head and it's kind of hard to tell if he's had this made or if he's found it on like an actual giant purple ant and is now wearing it I um I look at hyponicon
0: I sort of shake my head and then I put my mask on yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I get kind of scared for a second, and then I go, oh. (laughs) I go, have fun. I mean, you guys are
0: coming with me, right? I just need to keep up appearances.
1: Uh, yeah, sure. And Musel's just really distracted by all these bugs in here. He doesn't know why, but they're very uncomfortable seeing all these bugs pinned up. Yeah. It's just kind of like this weird, innate feeling.
3: (laughs) Your your bugs don't like it. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh,
2: I whisper to Fagus,
3: Fagus. Take me to the moth. I will follow me. And he's he's like uh what is the easiest way for him to lead you around? Um, <laughs> I think I think he like he could go up, he could go
2: out into my hands if he wanted.
1: <gasps> Does he ratatouille you? <laughs> <laughs> Actually, <yeah. laughs> Please tell me he ran into his ear. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you've got the big hat. Voldemort
3: style, yeah. On the back of my head going,
1: there,
0: (laughs)
2: over there. (laughs)
3: Uh, Yeah, uh, Light, as you approach Camo, he's like uh, standing there next to his board. Yeah, he's leaning next to one of his cork boards, like uh, chatting to this dude who's like trying to sketch some stuff going, yeah, pretty fantastic, isn't it? Seven legs. (laughs) You would never see this on this kind of variety in uh, any other situation. And I can promise you it hasn't been pulled off. You know, you can see that from the natural and. uh Yeah, looks up to you and goes, Hey, hey, hey. (laughs) (laughs) What is this? A new sightseer? I thought I'd come and see the uh, finest bug expert in town. (laughs) Oh my god. Flattery is going to get you everywhere in this town, my friend. Wings camouflage as leaves is my name. Moon's chosen light. God. (laughs) (laughs) This wasn't the way we were talking to Fat Albert.
2: (laughs) Hey, hey, hey. (laughs)
3: He doesn't have like a strong seriousness around him. He's a very mm. jovial guy. And he says, whoa, what's your poison?" You're a butterfly man. No, no, no. Stag beetles, right? I'm more partial to the uh uh moon winged moths. Moths. Uh, uh, man of taste. Come and have a look at this. And uh Absolutely. Yeah, he he basically just starts leading you on a tour. <laughs> Uh, interestingly, uh, where he leads you is not where you are being led. Mm. Um, uh, like, yeah, you can see him. He, he starts, like, leading light off uh, through, like, a, a big, like, public collection of, like, moths he has. He has a section where, like, a lot of the moths get, like, increasingly big. And so he's kind of had to section this thing off. Uh, a lot of these, are, uh, uh, like, a couple meters wide are the biggest ones here.
1: Is that including wingspan?
3: That is including wingspan, yeah. yes. And, like, the... The bodies of them are, are quite unusual as well. A lot of them have apparatuses on them. <laughs> okay. Uh, in, a, in like a very, like very pointy apparatuses. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of hard to tell what's going on with the body, but there are a lot of spikes going on. Like an exoskeleton? <laughs> yeah, spikes, barbs, exoskeletons. Okay. A, l- a lot of them like have toxins and poisons. Moths? Yeah, moths. Damn. <laughs> yeah. Okay.
2: Yeah, these these are and like
3: and like big ones? <laughs> big ones have these? Yeah, the big ones have those. But that's not where you are being led. That's where light's going through. Okay. You you are being led to a back flap of the tent. And uh it's it's got like a, a sign hanging on there that says uh the camo's a private room. A <laughs> tier collectors only. <laughs> Is it like a
2: velvet rope? Kind of deal?
3: Yeah, pretty much.
2: (laughs) Uh, Being led there, presumably there's no one outside because no one would deign to go into the A-level collector's room without camo, right?
3: Yeah, you can poke your head in. Perfect.
2: (laughs) Perfect. I do poke my head over the velvet rope a little bit.
3: (laughs) Yeah, as you uh, tug your head around, there is someone inside here. Ah, there is an A-level collector in here. (laughs) Well, <laughs> I, I unhook the the velvet rope, and I also
2: go inside. Um, uh, and yeah, I, I I take a quick squiz around. Um, uh, this person who's inside here, who are they?
3: Uh, yes, uh, there is a uh, woman in here who is. Uh, she's more camouflage than camo. <laughs> okay, like she has actually gone in for the whole like. Um, it's like a a weird like. You know how you see those like net camouflages?
2: Ghillie suits? Ghillie so, suits, yeah. Yeah,
3: it's like a ghillie suit, except uh, she's uh, pinned a bunch of bugs all over it. Okay. Because, right. yeah, you know, being a, a patch of ground without any bugs on it is it's weirder. Suspicious as hell. It's It's more suspicious than like a
2: <laughs> mm-hmm.
3: <laughs> anything else. Uh, and you can see that, uh, yeah, she's looking at the. This area has like a lot of the bigger bugs. You can see that she's uh, uh, leaning over this a massive millipede, like a particularly aggressive looking one. And she's uh, tinkering with a, 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 like a trapper's cage that she's brought in. Mm. Like trying to size it up, trying to work out if she could actually contain one of those in this thing.
2: Mm-hmm. I had a similar problem back home. Oh. Hello. Uh, I'm uh hyponicon screed. A level collector.
3: Oh my God. I thought I was the only one. <laughs> Well, me and Camo, of course.
2: Uh, I'm not from around here. I actually come from, uh, and I point up.
3: Yeah, yeah. No, she's like a uh, like a young, chubby woman And she goes, "Oh, uh, me as well. Me as well." <laughs> uh, Were you part of the university as well? Uh, yes, actually. <laughs> Those years are
2: long behind me. However, <laughs> a lot has happened in the meantime. But uh, I'm still trying to continue the trade down here. It's uh, difficult when dealing with uh, amateurs, <laughs> but I'm glad that I found some people of my own
3: ilk. Uh, uh, please come and give me your opinion on this.
2: I would love to. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is you having to properly bluff your way into okay. this. Okay. <laughs> Wait, she brings you down and goes. Uh, these claws. I'm trying to work out their a, a relative grip strength.
2: Yes, uh I start I prod prod at them, I start like opening and closing them like as they're on the specimen table. yeah, I take out I take out my knife yeah. <laughs> like, like just to like like place it against the and get a span of the millipede. I do a couple shocker hands over the top as well. <laughs> um, <laughs> I go, yes, yes, quite strong, I imagine it's very difficult to determine without see. Uh, Precious scale of some description
3: uh, Yeah Did uh, you
2: have those at the university? I had access to them personally
3: I, I would love to have something like that down here But we just don't anymore
2: That's a shame
3: uh, Would you like to give me uh, You you have two roles potentially suitable here Because you have compel and you have discern I don't think
2: that she's having any problem Believing that I am an expert. <laughs> <laughs> I would like to try and discern the potential group strength, however, of these uh, these pincers. Um, what domain are we in right now?
3: Uh, this is Wild Haven. Mm. Okay. Good stuff. Uh, uh, yeah, I'll tell you, if you succeed this role, like, uh, she is going to give you more information relevant to what you want. Ah, I'd love to hear that. Whoop.
2: Just um, the roll. Is this? <laughs> is this? What kind of roll is this?
3: Uh, standard? standard. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Is that a ten?
3: That is a ten. Hell yeah! Uh, was that for uh, discern?
2: Yes, it is. I want to discern the grip strength of these. This millipedes. Uh, I guess pincers.
3: Yeah. There is. You don't really have too much grasp on a lot of your prior memories. <laughs> a lot of them were reclaimed. Yes. <laughs> but but you do get occasional moments. Uh like what what is the moment from, you know, working in like a a whale cannery? <laughs> <laughs> like what what is the like the the glimpse of memory that you get back from there?
2: Mm. Mm-hmm. I think um uh, there is like a flashback to a time in the factory. Um, uh, where set the scene? This huge, like lumbering whale corpse is just like fallen onto a conveyor belt, and uh, a bunch of drow are like skittering over the top of the of the whale's corpse and starting to skin the thing and remove its flesh for processing purposes later. What they do with the bones of the whale um, uh, is they compact them in this huge kind of pneumatic press. Um, uh, and I think there is like a red alert um, uh, because one of the workers gets trapped under this skeletal structure of the whale, um, uh, but uh, no one is allowing us to let the conveyor, like, stop the conveyor belt in time. Um, uh, and a couple of workers are crushed by this pneumatic press the memory of that pressure like watching those people disappear into the, into the factory, um, uh, like comes back to hyponicon. Um, uh, and I think coincidentally, it is the same amount of pressure that these pincers will exert. And that's the pneumatic gauge that I give to this woman.
3: <laughs> yeah. Uh, Musel real quick. Yes. Both of your teammates have been let off in this tent.
1: Yeah. i Initially, I was thinking about following uh, Hyponicon, but I think Musel is just really uncomfortable in this tent and just sort of makes way to just sort of, like, go outside and wait, I guess, for now. I think, actually, what they may do is go back and talk to queen because i figure they'll probably go back to honey the honey hive yeah the honey hive yeah yeah because yeah being in there is deeply deeply uncomfortable Mm. (laughs) for musel i think
3: i think yeah as soon as you step out like queen is actually like is standing outside the door already and says i was wondering how long he'd last inside there
1: we were uh deeply unprepared
3: gives me the creeps as well a lot of things about this town do But when you get a posting, you have to stick with it.
1: Posting from your self or a different self?
3: Follow me. You can find us at RF Encounters on Twitter or as Real Fantasy Encounters on Facebook. We appreciate any support, whether that's leaving a review or telling a friend about us.